0: Hello kids and their adults. This is Asa, and welcome to a very special edition of The Listening Pond. This is The Holiday Kids Show. Aaron and I love telling stories, and Eric loves making music to go with them, but we know that some of the best stories out there are written by kids. Just like how the best artwork out there is also made by kids. And so, in this episode, we wanted to hand the microphone over to some of our youngest friends to share what they wrote and performed for The Listening Pond, along with Eric's music. First up is Kai, who is eight years old. So here we go.
1: Christmas list. In a small town in Antarctica, there lived a reindeer named Prancer, and his favorite time of the year was winter, and his favorite holiday is Christmas. He just loves to fly high up into the sky so he could see the glow of the houses lined up in rows and rows. And it just so happens that Christmas was one week away. Prancer trotted down to the stall where Pip the elf was waiting to clean Prancer's hooves. Prancer waited for Pip to speak, like he normally did, Are you excited for Christmas? Pip asked. Prancer nodded with excitement. Pip then asked Prancer if he had made a Christmas list yet. Prancer gave a surprised look and shook his head. He had totally forgot. He then told Pip that He would do it later after he was done preparing for Santa's flight. The workshop was very, very busy every day. The cheerful Christmas jingles and carols were making it feel like Christmas was right around the corner. A week passed and it was finally Christmas Eve. There was a lot Prancer had to do before the big night. He had to check the bells on Santa's sleigh. He had to make sure the rains in the safety belts were secure. He had to take a bath because no one wants a smelly reindeer on the roof. And finally, he had to attend Santa's big meeting to discuss the weather and the flight plan. With all the chores of the evening, Prancer realized he forgot to make his Christmas list. Oh no, he thought. He got really worried. Prancer had no time to think about it. He gathered with the other reindeer in the stall and waited until Pip came to get them. Then the reindeer trotted out of the stall to the town square where the big red sleigh stood waiting. In the seat was Santa in his big red coat. Mary, another elf, attached Prancer, Fudge, Caramel, Rudolph, and the other reindeer to the sleigh. Santa gave the team of reindeer a wink and then, yip, yip, hooray! And they were off, zooming up into the sky lightning fast. This was Prancer's favorite part of the evening. He could hear the elves and even Mrs. Claus claws, cheering as they flew up, up into the sky. But soon their voices faded and he could see cities and cities emerge in the distance. Rudolph led the way with his bright nose. Prancer could see exactly where to go. They landed on the first house then the 2nd, then the 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, and on and on, all evening. But the whole night Prancer couldn't stop thinking about the Christmas list he forgot to write. Was he going to get a gift he wanted? Or worse, would he not get anything at all? They finally reached their last stop. Wait, this place looks familiar. Wait a second. Prancer recognized this house. This house is the reindeer stall in Antarctica. We usually don't stop here, he thought. Santa climbed out of the sleigh and emptied his sack in the stall. Bags and boxes spilled out. Prancer and the other reindeer gasped and trotted over to the pile. They used their horns to open the bags up. To Prancer's surprise, there was a gift with his name on it. He gave Santa a confused look. Santa smiled and winked back at him. Prancer opened his gift and inside was the most beautiful thing he had ever seen. He pulled out two perfect golden jingle bells that fit snug on his side. He then pulled out a container of shiny black polish for his hooves and antlers. How did Santa know? That guy is full of magic. And all Prancer could do was wink back. The end. Merry Christmas, everyone. Ho, 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 ho.
0: Thank you, Kai. That was awesome. Our second story is written and performed by Eli, who is nine years old, and it features a cameo by his sister, June who is six years old. So here we go.
2: Christmas Under the Sea.
3: Once upon a time, a boy named Max and a girl named Ginger lived under the sea. Their dad was a scientist who studied jellyfish. They lived in a bubble made of acrylic glass, five miles down off the coast of Florida, deep down in the ocean. It was their first winter under the sea. It was Christmas Eve. Max and Ginger were very excited, but that was until Max thought of a problem ginger how will santa deliver our gifts under the water max asked his sister
2: and how will santa even get our christmas list it's not like we can drive to the
3: post office ginger replied i think dad sent them before he left home but i am worried about the reindeer they can't go underwater can they asked max
2: no i don't think so and what about santa's gifts they are wrapped in paper and what about santa He'd get wet too, Ginger exclaimed.
3: Meanwhile, back in the North Pole, Santa Claus, Miss Claus, and some elves are sitting inside Santa's house going through bags and bags of letters to Santa. Miss Claus paused in one of the letters and she turned to Santa. Hmm, this is interesting.
2: The attorney dress is under the seat.
3: Santa peered down at the letter and opened it. Oh, it's from Ginger and Max. They are terrific children, Santa said with a smile and a big jolly laugh. Santa examined the letter. Then Santa frowned and looked worried. This letter says they're having a Christmas under the sea. How am I going to get to them? Santa furrowed his brow and used his quill to note their wish list on a scroll. A disco ball for Ginger and a microscope for Max.
2: Miss Claus then said, I'll go talk with the reindeer and share with them our problem. And moments later, Miss Claus was off to the reindeer house.
3: When she arrived at the stall, she was greeted by Dasher, one of the reindeer. Hello, Miss Claus. What brings you out in the cold so late, he said.
2: I'm sorry to say that we have a serious problem. Max and Ginger, you remember them?
3: Why, yes, of course, Dasher said. They are some of our favorites.
2: Miss Claus continued. Well, this year it seems they are having Christmas under the sea. Santa is worried about how we will deliver the presents. Do you have any ideas?
3: The reindeer started whispering to one another. After a few minutes, Rudolph stepped forward shyly and said, Miss Claus, have you thought about consulting with Neptune? The planet, she said with a confused look. Rudolph smiled. No, not the planet. Neptune, the Greek god of the sea, also known as Poseidon.
2: Oh, what a great idea. Maybe he can help us, said Miss Claus. And she went back to Santa's house to tell Santa about Rudolph's suggestion.
3: Not long after their discussion, Santa walked out to the edge of the ocean to have a conversation with Neptune. Neptune had blue eyes and long hair the color of the ocean. He stayed in the water while Santa stood at the water's edge. Neptune, Santa said, do you have any good ideas for how the reindeer and I can deliver presents to Max and Ginger? They are under the sea for Christmas. Neptune had a puzzled expression and thought for a long moment. Then he glimmed and proclaimed, I have an idea. I will call upon the services of my best humpback whales. They are named Jingle and Jangle. They will be perfect for the job. They will meet you on the coast of Florida on Christmas Eve. Later that night, Santa arrives with his sleigh and the reindeer. Neptune was already there waiting with Jingle and Jangle, the two giant blue humpback whales. Santa transforms his sleigh into a bubble. The reindeer looks shocked! I have never seen Santa turn his sleigh into anything before. Santa then unhitched the reindeer who were quite happy about the fact they would not have to swim underwater. Then Neptune hitched up Jingle and Jangle to Santa's bubble and they were off. They traveled past coral reefs, a sunken ship, and many schools of fish until they met two jellyfish. Jingle knew the two jellyfish. Jingle said, they will show us the rest of the way. Max and Ginger's father have been studying them. They stick close by for the free food. We must be close. The two humpback whales and Santa's bubble sleigh followed the jellyfish, and they soon arrived at the acrylic dome where Max, Ginger, and their father lived. Everyone was asleep. The children had decorated a seaweed Christmas tree. Santa even saw that he had laid out cookies and carrots and even some fish food. Santa disappeared from his sleigh and operated into the dome. Santa quietly put the disco ball and microscope on the floor. The present slid around. It was, after all, a curved floor. Santa laughed and sat there for a moment, taking in the scene. This was the first time he had visited a family under the sea. What an experience. Santa munched on his cookie, patted his belly, and then left the bubble undetected. The next morning, the children woke up full of hope. They were not disappointed. After they opened their presents, Max turned to Ginger and asked, How do you think Santa did it? Ginger simply replied,
2: The magic of Christmas. The end!
1: Thank you for listening to our Kids Holiday Special. We'll see you all in the new year with some more stories for us kids and our adults.